people adam hunter here i am here with my man bubba jenkins what up what up what up my man what's going on with you big dog how are you how's uh you're fighting this week this friday night you got your big fight in the pfl against their two-time defending champion a guy who's nine and oh in the pfl uh has never lost in the pfl this dude like they're throwing you to the wolves man first fight in you're fighting lance palmer but you got this. Uh, how are you feeling? When you're, a, when you're a lion, bro, all they can find is the wolves for you. So it's no biggie. This is what ah. we do. Uh, you can see this fight. I, I can't wait. You can watch it on uh, 9 o'clock on ESPN2, 9 Eastern time. ESPN2, the prelim start at 5.30 Eastern on ESPN+. Bubba, man, uh, you beat this guy, it says three times in college. But you beat him more, you told me, right? Yeah, um, so they got the exact numbers. There was one time he forfeited. I thought I had beaten him about five times, um, but I only beat him three out of the four. We wrestled four times. Um, I'm not going to count, obviously, the forfeit that he gave me, so I'm not going to be like, oh, I beat him four times when he never showed up. But three wins out of four, I'll take that. You know, sometimes, you know, three turns into six, six turns into eight, whatever. We we got some wins. <laughs> of course, of course. Now, um... I mean, now he's he's really evolved. I mean, he's not the same wrestler. You've evolved too. Uh, yeah. Do you do you think that like uh, I mean, he's he's been more active than you, but 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 you're Bubba Jenkins, man. You're a gamer. Like you're when the, <laughs> when, the, when the lights are on is when you fucking you come to shine. Uh, Absolutely, you can count on me to definitely show up, especially against someone like himself. You know, like you said, he has evolved and we have evolved from the wrestlers we were in, in college to the fighters that we are now. My man's won 22 out of 25 of his fights. So he's legit. But I also, I seen Andre Harrison. I remember we were on uh, the MMA Roasted podcast. Shout out to you and me back in the days doing our podcast. And then they put 50 grand up from the World Series of Fighting right. for me to fight Andre Harrison. And me and you were of the belief that we would definitely run through Andre. Um, so it was not even a, a question that we, we would want to do that. I even talked to Bellator about trying to match that fee and all that. Um, but uh, we watched Andre Harrison in, tra- in this training camp go through, not only go through Palmer, but you know, pretty much didn't put the pedal on the metal and pretty much could have knocked him out at any given time. It really felt like, it really looked like. And you know, I feel like I'm a better wrestler than, pa- than not only than Palmer, but than Andre. I'm a better striker than Andre. I'm a better athlete than Andre. You know, I have a mentality very similar to Andre's and no disrespect to him. I'm just going to compare me and him as we both look and match up to, to, to Palmer. And I just feel like I'm, I'm slightly better than him, therefore being enough and more than enough to, to knock Palmer out when I want and how I want, which will be in the second round. Now, Bubba, I got to say, man, like 
and I don't mean this as a as an insult. You're your own worst enemy because I honestly think you could beat anybody in the world. I honestly think like when you're at your best, nobody can beat you. Nobody can beat you. It's when you go into fights with like two days notice or you got to lose 95 pounds on the flight to Abu Dhabi. Yeah, I've never, uh, I've never lost a fight. And I wouldn't say that I'm my own worst enemy. I've taken those fights because I had bills to pay and things like that and trying to figure out the sport of MMA. In the beginning, you think it's a tough man sport, anybody, anywhere, anytime. But as you grow in the sport, you understand that there's matchups. You understand that there's things you have to do to prepare yourself for the mentality that it takes, the, the edge that it takes to you know, be recovered, all, that, all the, you know, the 15 minutes or 25 minutes, whatever it may be. And as you grow from challenger to contender to champion, you learn those things. So I, I wouldn't say that it was me stepping on me. It was me understanding how to become the professional athlete that I am. But I've never lost the fight, not once, with a full training camp. No, no, you're definitely one of the kids. You're that kid that says, don't touch the stove. You got to touch the stove. It's just the way it is. It's like, I got to figure it out for myself. In high school, it's like, don't get a blowjob on the, on the school bus. You got a blowjob on the school bus. Uh, Didn't get a blowjob on the school bus. Definitely got a blowjob, though. Oh, got it. Got it. But now here you are. Uh, and now you're a man. You got your own gym in Vegas, working with Dewey Cooper. You got, uh, yeah. you got, you got great corner. And I, and I think with a million dollars on the line, it's, I think this is a whole new motivated Bobby Duncan. A million dollars. Oh, yeah. You, you Absolutely. Have- a whole new motivated me. Um, we'll be fighting way more often. You know, there's a fight. There's a fight, obviously, that I got preparing for this Friday, and I'm not looking past it. But that's the first round of this. And then they start calculating the points, depending on rounds and rounds you win and things you do. And then we got another fight and you know, six, seven weeks or something like that. So, yeah, man, it's, 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 it's a buildup to a million dollars. And I'm more focused than I've ever been. Like you said, I have, I have, I'm the head coach at a high school team. I have my own wrestling club. I have my own gym. I have my own fight team. Uh, I'm becoming into the man that I, you know, most people expected me to be as, you know, they hear the way I speak. They hear the way I fight. They hear the way I move and talk so you know they knew i was destined for great things and i, and I believe i'm coming into that no 100 now you're also uh you gave him a tour of your college lance palmer yeah, yeah no he um he came to uh ohio state was playing penn state in football one year and he came out for the ohio state football penn state team and we definitely had a night on the town man i took him all over spots you know took him to my favorite chicken spot favorite places to eat you know we 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 went we went what we call bubbing you know we didn't go no we didn't go clubbing we went bubbing so i went i took him to a bunch of the cool frats and then we went to my house got in a hot tub hung out you know his uh, girlfriend future wife um was there and we had a great time man and that was the like little recruit visit of how i got to show him how i live at penn state when you know usually you don't get to show other athletes that unless they unless you're kind of cool with each other even though you guys competed and things like that so yeah it was it was dope once he was in town he hit me up and i was like yeah man let's go out tonight and i showed him a great time nice but he definitely knows who i am and I definitely know who he is. I can't wait. Now, uh, let's talk about some of the other fights on this card. Let's, let's, let's do some picks. Uh, we got Anthony Pettis versus Clay Collard. Who do you feel like in that fight? Man, Anthony looked good in some of his workouts and his warm-ups. I've been here for, what, two weeks now. and uh, We have a 17-day quarantine. He looks fast. He looks sharp. Um, but I've watched, uh, I watched Clay fight on in, in, in on top rank and I was a really big fan of his striking but it's the mixed martial arts and you know it's it's just a different breed so uh, it's a toss-up but 
with the fact that Clay just lost his younger brother and he's fighting on that inspiration, uh, I'm going to go with Clay. You think Clay's going to pull off a big upset? Wow. That's I'm going for the underdogs. I'm, I'm rooting for underdogs this round. Wow. I like it. I like it. All right. What about uh, Nathan Schultz versus Marcin Held? Hard to go against the good wrestler in Schultz, but I think if he, I, I think Marcin is um, very, very experienced in his ability to grapple. We've been on a couple of cards in Bellator together. He's so sneaky and tricky that you know if if uh, Nathan didn't do a good job of really understanding the the submission game, he'll get he'll get submitted. But if he doesn't get submitted, he'll win the fight. Okay. If 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 Pettis doesn't get knocked out. He'll win the fight. Okay, so you're saying that the only all right. That's I like that. I mean, that's kind of you're, you're kind of like covering. Nah, 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 nah. Don't mean, give me rules. Gotta... Don't give me rules. I all did right. what I did. I said what I said. <laughs> all right, <laughs> that's kind of me saying like, yo, if it don't go full, it goes the way it goes. How's I got both of them. Like, but if you knock them out, I get, if it ends in a knockout, I got Clay. If it ends in decision, I got Pets. Got. Now, uh, 145, I know sometimes you get bigger. I, I, one time I called you Blubber Jenkins. You almost killed me. Uh, <laughs> I, I, how much do you weigh, right? How, mu how much weight are you cutting? I ain't telling you that, boy. You know that. <laughs> you, you act like, you act like that's, that I'm ever going to give you that. I'm never going to give you that. That's too much inside the game of the fighter and what he's got to do, what he's got to prepare for, or how, that, how the pace is going to change for the other fighter. You're trying to give me – you're trying to give me no, – okay, okay, you're, you're right. trying to have me give them my secrets away. No, sir, I'll, you'll I'll, never I'll, know I'll that. Secrets to save here. All right. Uh, yep. Movid Kavilaev versus Lazar Stojanovic. You know these guys? I'm going to go with Lazar because he's my boy. I trained with him at ATT. I trained I train with him at Black House. Um, you know, I like Lazar a lot. He's coming in on a short notice. I, I really don't like the, the Russians' attitude. I don't like how cocky and, you know, some can say that I'm cocky, but I'm just scrimmaging right now. I ain't really spitting real game. I'm just having a good time going back and forth with banter. He actually has a demeanor about him that is very, very off-putting. I don't like it. All right. All right. Okay. Got it. So he, now he, he better hope he don't get me because I'm not trying to fight him. I'm trying to hurt him. Now, my, my man, uh, by the way, uh, the undercard starts, uh, like, like, like we said, uh, we got, it's a great undercard. It's a great undercard. Uh, yeah, we got Shaman really Morass. good fights. Shaman Morass, it's on ESPN uh, Plus. Shaman Morass versus Brendan Lachnani. You know, you know anything about him? Lachnani, I was supposed to fight him in ACA, um, but I think we both at the same time switched companies and organizations. Um, I can't go against my training partner and Shaman, but Shaman's coming off of a couple of losses and Brandon seems to be sharp. I'm going with my heart to go with Shaman, but good money says go with Brandon. Uh, Joe Sungbean versus Tyler Diamond. My man, Tyler Diamond. I love Tyler Diamond. Good guy. Uh, team Alpha Male guy. 11-1. Only losses to Bryce Mitchell, uh, who's killing it right now. Uh, he lost him in the, I think, Ultimate Fighter finale against Joe Sungbin. I like Tyler in that one. Who, who, who do you like in this one? I'll go with Diamond. I like your words on him. Uh, and then Chris Wade versus Anthony Dizzy. Chris Wade's a guy who's always been right there. He just, he's right there. He just can't seem to, like, get over the mountain. He gets to the top of the mountain, but he just can't get over it. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's go with the fact that he's had a year off and a year to prepare. And so let's go with the fact that he makes Anthony dizzy. <laughs> I like it. Very clever. Very clever. Ahmed Aliyev versus Mikhail Adinsov. Don't know either one of those guys. 
Uh, Jolton Lutterback versus Raush Manfio. Don't know either one of those guys. And Loic Robert of Oz versus Alexander Martinez. You know, he's got a big following, man. Everywhere I go on all the PFL stuff, it's Loic, 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 Loic. So I'm gonna go with Loic. He, he he obviously has some people convinced he's the man. So uh, I'm gonna go with him and, and see what the what the chips hold. I like this PFL. I I like it. I'm I'm, I'm very excited about it. I think it's a good place for you. I honestly think it's a good place before, because uh, you're you know you're obviously a beast and. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, even even the guys like I watched the guy in Bellator that you, you just killed, Godi Yamauchi, was ranked third in Bellator as of last week before he lost. So I mean, and I still think that was a very close fight that he won. So uh, guys, yeah. make sure you guys watch it. PFL on the uh, PFL, it's on the five thirty uh, Eastern Standard Time on ESPN Plus, the prelims, ESPN two, the main card at nine o'clock. Now, did you watch the Ben Askren versus Jake Paul fight? I did. All 58 seconds of it. Uh, I know that Askren was your coach at ASU. Yeah, shout out to Askren. That's my guy. I was, I, that was hard to watch, man. That was so hard. Yeah, to watch. Um, who, Ashley, this I don't I don't know why people thought it would be anything different. First of all, Dewey Cooper helps and trains and and has um, done some good things with uh, the Paul brothers and, and, you know, brought in some training partners for him in, in his last camp. So, you know, I, I've known um, Logan Paul to be a really good fighter, Logan and Jake, um, it, you know, decent enough fighter to knock out someone who can't strike and all love the aspirin. Asper is my guy. Um, but he can't strike. He's, I've never seen him throw a combination in 15 fights, not one combination. So have, have you ever for spar- anyone thought have you ever spar with Jake or Logan? No, 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 no. I would. I would absolutely would. Um, if Dewey needed me to get in and get give him some rounds, um, I'm capable of sparring with anyone in the world uh, as a striker. But you've watched them like spar other people, and were you like impressed by them? Absolutely, absolutely. They're they're sound fighters. I mean, they put some time and some effort into getting really good sparrings, having really good coaches, and and, and doing the right things to you know set up these these non-fighters <laughs> these guys are legit fighters i can't believe how far ben Askren has made it in mma with the kind of striking he has it shows you how important wrestling is because ben Askren Absolutely. was a championship uh, belt holder and a bellator belt holder undefeated he beat 20 guys and he everyone's like he beat bums he beat fucking diego lima i mean he beat yeah. like the huge guys he beat. He beat Jay Haran. I mean, he beat good guys. The Haran fight was close. Yeah. But, uh, the fact that he was able – but his whole striking was set up to not box. It was to, like, actually get you to not box him. It, so, yeah. I mean, why would we think that – I didn't uh, think. I didn't think that at all. I didn't think that it would be good at all. I knew that he wasn't going to be able to hold his own. Um, it, it was a matter of time before he got hurt in the boxing match. He is nowhere near a boxer. He doesn't have the boxer twitch. He doesn't have the boxer walk. And I don't honestly think that he was that hurt when he got up and he was walking. I just think that's just the way he walked. Yeah, 100%. He had two hip surgeries, and he, and he walks like, a, like, he, like Frankenstein. Like, I don't think he was that hurt either. I think he would have gotten hurt. Uh, yeah, he would have got Nate Robinson for sure. And, and what's, what's, it's sad because – I mean, look, I love Ben Askren. I watch him, you know, as a, he's a hero of mine. I, mean, I, I look up to the guy. I look up to him yeah. so much. 
I don't understand why his training partners, like I love Woodley and I, I love Biggie Mike. Uh, K9 seems like a, a, a good boxer. But why wouldn't they just say to him, hey man, you know, may want to sit this one out. Let's, let's get a because because it's it's glorified sparring for half a million dollars. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? It's mad money on the line to do what we do in the gym. But he has, he has mad money. He has so much what's, money. Yeah, okay. So what's another big-ass check? Now he's got even more mad money. Like, what do you mean? I would, go, I would, fight, I would fight Deontay Wilder for 500000 You would? I would. For 500000 For 500000 Yeah, I, I understand that. I understand that. I, so, but, and he said, he said it. Look, this is a, he said this is a money grab. I'm only doing it with money. I don't care if I win or lose. So I guess you're right. If if if, if Tyron and Biggie Mike, who I, who I love those guys, if they they're going well, the guy's gonna fight anyway. I'll fight John Jones for half a million dollars. I'll fight Francis Ngongu for half a million dollars. Well, you might weigh as much as these guys in the off season, so I don't think it's that's actually that. Uh, <laughs> but I, even I more reason to do it. I understand. You know what? They're like, listen, my friend's doing it. He's going anyway. You might as well help prepare him. Right, you yeah. might as well help him. But you think those guys thought he was going to win? Tyron yes. and Biggie. Um, um, maybe, maybe they thought he was going to win for not knowing the work that Paul's put in. You know, that's where I think that that's where I think that lies. I don't think they know how much true work that the brothers have been putting in. They get real sparring in. They come to the real gyms and get real training partners, and they're not looking for the easy way out. Yeah, and, but you know what? I think Except for when it comes for the match itself. <laughs> I think, right, right. I think if they would have let Ben dirty box and hold and, and elbow and headbutt, they probably, it seemed like that was the game plan. Let's, get, let's grind this fucking kid out. Let's beat him up. And let's just hold them and just sort of like tire him out, tire his arms out, and then maybe come in like the fourth or fifth. But it was like, yeah. he, but he waited. But I knew he was going to try to hold him like a walking zombie and get uppercut, overhand, or, 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 or hooked. And before the even walking zombie even came out, he, he took a straight punch right over, the, right over the top. I mean, my man leaned into it and slipped in that direction. You could tell, you know, Ben's not a, he's not a striker, period. I, it's, well, it just shows you how wrestling is the most dominant thing because a guy could win 19 fights at, at a pro level, at a, at a highest level other than UFC, and, and still not know how to throw a punch. I mean, that was yep. that's. I think that was insane. But at the same time, you're right. Like, look, there were guys in the UFC that I used to wrestle with that I would beat wrestling pretty, you know, and in a fight they would fucking murder me. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't last a minute. With, the, with these with two minutes in a fight, but in a wrestling match, right. it's different. So just because Jake Paul wins a boxing match, if it was a fight, Askren would kill him. I think that's what's pissing people off also, because all these people yeah. are forgetting the fact that in a real fight, Askren would kill him, because they have to see yes. it. People, people don't see it. Yes. Unless it's right in front of you, people don't actually see it. Like, in that clinch, the time when the ref broke it up, if Ben would have just grabbed him, body locked him, taken him down, and then Absolutely. Him or also, man-on-man man shit is... If Logan Paul's at the bar and Askren's at the bar and Logan Paul slaps Askren in the face, Logan Paul gets put to sleep. He, he'd get murdered. How? But because Ben grabs him and 
Paul never gets up. What do you mean right, how? Right, you just right. said it. What are you talking right, no, about? I, I, you I, just, just, I, I just thought maybe there was a different, different way like uh, uh, at the bar. It's Jake Paul we're talking about. But yeah, I, I hear you. But Paul, also, either Paul. It don't matter. The, the little one, the older one, the bigger one, the smaller one. He grabs Paul, either one of the brothers, and he hurts both of them if this is an actual fight fight where you can do fighting, kneeing, elbow, and submissions, all that type of stuff. You know, they can't get away from the real fight scene. But the fact that they're sticking with just two weapons, your left hand and your right hand, and it's only striking, you got no shot. No shot. Well, but also, why, is, why did Ben agree to fight at 190? I mean, he looks like Roy Nelson without the power. Like, when Roy Nelson fucking weighs in like that, people are laughing at him, but you're like, yeah, okay, try getting hit by that fucking guy. It's over. It was like he looked like Roy Nelson without any weapons that Roy Nelson has. He just, he had like yeah, Roy because, Nelson. Because Ben Askren probably weighs about 200 pounds. You think he, I mean, you think, I think he, I think that Jake Paul weighs about 210, 215, cuts to weight. Oh, yeah, you can tell he cut weight for it. You could see how at the weigh-ins he was sweating, like he had to get down the weight. But as you saw, Ben Askren told you, he, he said it was a money grab. He what, hit me. What other than, he fought at 170. I know. I just hate seeing him get knocked out like that. It just it hurts me, man. Uh, does it hurt you as a wrestler at all? No, not at all. My man walked away with a big-ass bag. I'm a little bit offended that we fighting for real and not getting nowhere near those type of times. It don't hurt me to see a man get knocked out when he knows that's the situation anyway. Yeah, but, uh, you, but isn't there a kind of pride involved or, you know, like respect? Not in their book. Not in their book. In your book, there's no pride? There's a pride in my book. I'm not setting myself up for that. So, like, I mean, if you fought Ngannou tomorrow, right? If you fought Mike Tyson, if Mike Tyson wanted to fight Bubba Jenkins at a boxing match, I think you would at least do better than... Ashley. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a pride behind me. I'm going to have a, some pride behind me. Like I said, the John Jones, the Francis Ngangos, the, the Deontay Wilders. I'm going to have a pride behind me to try to find a way to win. But I'm also going to make it dirty as possible to get that bag. And the pride is feeding your family. The pride is knowing that it's an exhibition, knowing that, you know, your kids will never, never have to work for it. What's even more prideful, getting knocked out by someone who can knock you out and will knock you out, or su supplying a future for your children? But the guy has five like, Not everybody. Not everybody's going to be Mayweather and take no losses. There's, but he already made, he made like 800 grand in the UFC. He got five wrestling academies. He's got like 18 bitcoins. He's killing it. Yeah. He made all that money yeah. in the UFC. He lives in Wisconsin. Yeah. He doesn't buy Lamborghinis and shit. Probably has like farms. His wife sells real estate. He, they do very well. So, right. And he put away 500000 and even more probably endorsements for one minute of work. Tell me one person that would not do that. One person. Bill Gates would pick up $500,000 for one minute. Yeah. I, I understand your point, Bubba. I, I just... Uh, it's hard. It's hard. And I'm cutting weight right now, so you're not going to get no funny business out of me. You're going to get the real <laughs> legit answers. I ain't got time for the bullshit. This is real. Well, well, the good thing about the PFL is there's no clown fights, okay? No clown fights. And, and it doesn't matter how many Twitter followers you have. It doesn't matter how your social media. You make it to the finals. You get the million. You get the million. You could have no followers, no this, none of that. And trust me, some of these guys from Dagestan, I'm not sure how big they are on social media. Uh, and, but if they get there... Or in interviews, or in anything at all. But fighting is fighting, and when you get a 
like this. Like that's why I signed up for Bellator when it was what it was before Scott Coker came along. Bjorn had the tournament, and there was no talking your way into the fights. You had to win the, the next fight, then win the next fight, and then you know that was what you were set up for. Now, now the game has changed um, in the UFC, and as you're seeing. Connor take on Poirier, Poirier wanting more to take on Connor than he wants to fight for the title because, you know, it's about feeding your children, man. Times is hard out here. It's a damn pandemic. This is, this is, this is all true. Now, here's what uh, Lance Palmer said about you, okay? So, uh, Lance Palmer, uh, he said, Bubba Jenkins sucks. Uh, he's, he's, he's awful. He smelled. No, I'm kidding. He didn't say that. Uh, but I'll tell you what he did say. He said, Bubba Jenkins, he, he did say, um, all right, here we go, Lance Palmer. I got to find this. Because he actually, uh, this is like a feature, feature fight. You know that, right? Like, they're like, they're hyping this up. Do I know that? Yeah, yeah. So, all right, here, here we go. Lance Palmer says about you on Bubba. I respect Bubba as an athlete. I know how athletic he is. I know he's accomplished a lot in wrestling. But as far as me and him in a fight, I feel that nobody can beat me in MMA. That's the mentality that I've always had. I respect him as well as everyone else in the division. But when it comes down to it, I feel that I just have the better skill set. I feel that I can put that skill set on him. I respect Bob a lot. A lot of respect for you. Don't get me wrong. I think as far as wrestling goes, he's one of the best to ever do it. And he was a very tough opponent to wrestle. He was very fast, very slick, had a huge cock. I hate that part. Uh, but from an MMA standpoint, I feel that I have way more tools in the bag when it comes to us squaring off against each other. Uh, how long he's known Jenkins. He was always bigger than me when we were in high school. Uh, he was 145. I was 140. We never wrestled against each other until college, but we knew each other for a while before that. Me and Bubba known each other for a long time. I went to visit Penn State when Ohio played them. I met up with Bubba, filmed around campus, good time. We actually had a threesome with a girl and high five during it. Uh, wow, you, you guys are pretty close. Um, uh, Not true. Can't say that because his wife, that was his wife. Oh, okay, okay. He didn't say that. Uh, Greg Wilson, Bubba Jenkins had to go early. So, uh, on, uh, not, on his, uh, he said, supposedly, uh, and then he talks about his baby. Uh, so, yeah, that's what you said. That's, that's what he said. Uh, any, anything you want to say about what he uh, said to, about, about you? Yeah, I just got a couple questions. Is Lance Palmer faster than me? Hell no. Is he more athletic than me? Hell no. Is he more explosive than me? Hell no. Maybe I'll give him the strength, but that does that's not going to play a part in this um I, we're not doing a bench comp, bench pressing competition this is a full-fledged fight i feel like i'm a better fighter all-out fighter um my speed and my explosion my explosiveness and my athleticism will play a massive part in this fight um and i believe i'll slow him down with his little rushes that he does i don't think he's developed i, I literally have looked into his eyes as a fighter and you know where fighters are, when they look to be hesitant, you know, when they look to be scared. And I'm not saying he's scared, but I know what the look of a fighter who looks like confident and one who's on his back heels waiting to get his wrestle off. And I can see that he's waiting for the opportunity to get his wrestling off. And I'm not going to give him that. I'm going to stick a jab on him. I'm going to throw some knees at him. I'm going to throw some head kicks. And he's going to have to deal with the striking ability that he believes he has better than me. Uh, Greg Wilson, Bubba had to go early. That's, that's why we, we had to start. Completely understand. Completely uh, understand. Bubba, uh, it is wonderful to see you, man. I can't wait to see you fight again. My God. We'll start with you, homie. Hey, man, it's great to see you, baby. Listen, nobody's a bigger fan. Nobody believes you more than I do. And I've been waiting for this time for the come up. 
Well, it's, it's here. It's the here, baby. We in our season, man. You know how you know how many times we sat next to each other talking about, man. I just need my moment. I need my Connor moment. Yeah, I need man. My, exactly. I need my starter moment, and we here, man. Big stage. And I know, ESPN I know, yeah. You put in the work. I know you've been putting oh, yeah. in that work. You've always been the hardest oh, yeah. working man in town, and, uh, yes, and I'm excited, man. You know, I'm in the corner. Yeah. You know, I'm always a fan. Um, Three McCorkle. days. McCorkle, we got Three days. We got Bubba Jackets with us, who's fighting this Friday night in the PFL against Lance Palmer, the two-time champion. Uh, Bubba beat Lance three times in college. He lost to him once. Uh, he's uh, Lance is looking really good, but Bubba's gonna do it. Okay, Bubba's my man. We got Sean McCorkle. You guys met before, right? At, at my wedding. Yep. Night. Yeah. 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 That's right. That's right. Uh, I think we've done a couple of interviews too. Before Sean was on, he was doing some interviews with us. Yeah. So now, this is what you wrote again. This is what you said about Lance Palmer. He said, in step someone who has beaten him multiple times for free. In step someone who has looked him in the eyes. He's looked me in the eyes and he's fallen to me. In step someone who knows his powers, his strengths, and his weaknesses. In step someone who's not fearful of Palmer. He's an acquaintance now. I've pushed him into the acquaintance box. Wow. Because he's a friend of mine. We were cool and we are cool. But I'm looking to knock his fucking head off. I'm looking to secure <laughs> my legacy. So, uh, he, he goes, he is figuratively and literally the guy in the way of the champion. I am to be respected, but most people will fear me from the highlights that will come. I'm going to leave my something resounding images from the next opponent. I think I'll pick him apart with my striking. We're going to try to do some wrestling, but it's just going to be nullified. We both know that the controlling of each other will be much more difficult than it would be with other opponents. But I'm a better athlete than he is. He knows how strong I am. I bang more women. He knows how fast <laughs> I am and how, how fast he is. And it isn't to his advantage. They're giving away a million dollars, and I'm coming for them. I'm coming for them commas. I'm coming for that belt. That's what you said, Bubba. All facts, all truth. Um, everything you said was exactly how I feel about it. And, you know, my one-two, my little my jab, my my bink-bink, my kneecaps, uh, they're all going to be right up his alley. I'm going to put them out in the second round. It will be a walk-off. Ooh, there it is. Wow. There it now, is, ladies now, and gentlemen. Lock it up. Now, if you hurt them, don't walk off like some of these guys do, okay? Don't hurt them oh, no and walk shit. away. Yes. Uh, actually, and wait till the buzzer. Yeah, wait till the ref pulls you off, man. Don't. I think. Don't, I, <laughs> hey, hey. I think Adam forgets like how intelligent I am or something. He's been saying some silly shit lately. You did that a couple <laughs> times. You did that during a fight. You did that. One no, fight. no, no. I, I didn't. No, I have never hurt a man and walked away from him. Never, not once. Greg, did you he can't not find hurt, it. Greg, remember that fight where Bubba hurt the guy and went like this? Yes, that's true. But it was just momentary, no. though. He didn't I back off for him. the rest of the I fight. Had and like... I realized that he was limping, and then I jumped on him. <laughs> okay. You, you didn't put your hands up and, like, and like do like a dance or anything and, like, and like do the worm? No. No. <laughs> I don't remember the Jordan worm. Parsons. I don't Jordan Parsons, the worm. rest his soul. Rest his soul, R.P. I head kicked him, and then I watched him do his dance with the stinky It was a leg, dance, and, and it was I hilarious. <laughs> that was one of the best dances I've seen in the ring. <laughs> yeah. Dude, man, you made it wobble. He was like a wibble wobble. Right. Right. And I stood and I watched the wobble. We watched and we, we were entertained, but it wasn't like a kick. And then I turned around and jumped on the fence, and then he's coming. Oh, after, you started no, laughing I at him. him in the head. 
You started, you started laughing. You started laughing. Yes, I did laugh. I did laugh. But that's right. not oh. me walking away. I thought it was right. funny that right. I had kicked okay. him and he went crazy. If you, hurt, if you hurt Lance, don't start laughing at him. Like, like, I might. <laughs> I might. I love it. He's like, yeah, no promises. <laughs> I, walked, I mean, it worked out for me then too, didn't it? Yes, it did. It did. Now, are you going to, what's your uh, song going to be when you walk to the cage? They're not letting us walk out to the music. Really? Really? That's what I said too. Oh. Are you gonna Bro, wear? We've been in quarantine for 17 days. I don't have a masseuse. I don't have someone to stretch me. I don't have a hot tub. I don't have a sauna. I, like it's it's four it's 14 days in a hotel room, and then they let you go downstairs to to to, to train in another hotel room with with mats on the ground, and that's it. Now, when I saw I you, I can't believe COVID has killed entrance music. Like, it's even <laughs> got to that. Like it's God. got to that. It's got to that. that is, we we're through Dhabi, the right? Bubba, Abu Dhabi. You were wearing like uh, you're just like a, like like a prince. Remember that you had like a crown on. You had all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. Are you gonna wear any of that during the walk? I, I think that can. Am be I? In, <laughs> bro, I'm not in Abu Dhabi. What are you talking about? I'm in New Jersey. Oh yeah, it's a good point. All right, I was just. I was just <laughs> 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 I can't wait for this fight, Bubba. I'm so happy for you, man. I, 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 I appreciate it. I, I truly am happy for you. Uh, now, is your wife and kids with you or no? I'm divorced, but my children will be there. You got divorced? Will be well. Well, my children will be in, uh, in at, at my house in in Vegas. No one's allowed to be in this bubble, so it's it's all it's all shut down as far as no one in, no one out. It's like the NBA bubble. We've been here for 17 days or 14 days. Will be 17 days, and uh, yeah. Wait, you got divorced? Sorry, sorry to hear that. Yeah, your yeah, wife man. is single? I mean, you got divorced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not going to Oh, dude. There's no way Bubba's going to win. Dude, now he needs... I'm single, living in Vegas, with a million dollars coming my way. Yeah, so... dude, he, now he definitely needs that million. You lost half your you... shit, and you got like eight kids. Oh, Bubba, I'm putting all my money on Bubba Jenkins. Fuck that. And I'm the underdog. It's a 350 underdog, so I need... Oh. I'm, I'm putting it down. Well, I'm putting it down too, man. I'm gonna throw some money at that. Fuck yeah, dude! Motivated bubble money for us, man. I can't believe. Wait, you got divorced? What? Like last week? Like during the, like during the bubble? You just had a kid. Didn't you have a kid? Wasn't your kid? two four six? Two four six. Uh, is that the, is that is that your kid's name? What what? what? That's <laughs> <to> my age. <laughs> my son, my youngest son is two. Youngest but son yeah, is two. Yeah, divorce was recent. Oh man! But well, the focus is this fight. We ain't talking right. about that shit. Oh yeah, no, focus is that. the fight. I'm happy. Listen, Bubba, dude, this is a whole new. All right, this is motivated, Bubba. I love this. Uh, is uh, is Dewey in your corner? Who's in your corner for this fight? Dewey Cooper and my boy Timmy Kawamba, young man that you know we've been working on. He's tough, two and zero fighter. Uh, really, just helped me to come. It's hard to find other people that don't have a life that you can just steal them away for seventeen fucking days. So yeah, no you sure, know, we got what we could. I had a good time hanging out with your buddy. Um, uh, T in Arizona. Yeah, you hung out with T Edwards. Yeah, I like that guy. Good guy. Yeah, he yeah. gets you some bitches. Dude, I'm married, bro. <laughs> I'm married. No bitches. Oh, yeah. His his he's back with his ex wife. His, his, his wife slash ex wife is smoking hot though. Uh, yeah, he usually has a he usually has a couple of pretty things around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But he, he's, he's. I bet you do too, man. You be careful out there in Vegas, man. Hey, <laughs> wait, no, wait, just wrap it, bro. Just wrap it. Hey, that, blue, hey, that blue check hit different when you slide in them DMs. Wait, no. Wait, I wait, wait, wait. <laughs> but wait, is this fight in Vegas or New Jersey? 
Adam, where the fuck have you been for the last 45 minutes of this conversation? <laughs> this fight's in I am I am sick. And I'm on fucking Honestly. I'm on I'm on day Honestly. I'm on you day just day. asked me about wearing some shit that I wore in Dubai. And then I specifically <laughs> told you, why would I do that? I'm in New Jersey, bro. I've been in New Jersey, bro, for the last 17 days. Well, he I've been keeps saying Vegas. New Jersey, bro. Greg, could you not say Vegas, Greg? Greg? Yeah, you said you're living in Vegas, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm living in Vegas. Where am I quarantining? Okay, okay. I thought you were quarantining in Vegas. You're not. You're quarantining See, in Jersey. That's why I said it there. All right, listen. Wait. I'll agree with Adam on that I point. I also thought I you understand. said you were quarantining him in Vegas. I can understand him not understanding because he just got here. Yo has been on this phone with me for 45 <laughs> minutes. Listen. Greg has, Greg has, a, he has an excuse. I've said the word New Jersey probably 17 fucking times. All right. <laughs> Listen, weight cut fucking anger issues, okay? Yes. It's, it's, yeah, I'm three days away from trying to murder someone, so yeah. You know what? That's, what, you know what that's where I want to be. If I ever get a chance to hang out at one of your fights again, I want to be there after the fight where you can eat again, and I want to yeah. go out for that fucking meal, man, where you order the whole menu, and we just go yes. bazonkers on that motherfucker. Yes. That's what and I, I want to be around and, for. I'm much more patient. I'm much more laughier. I'm much more jokey. This, this, ain't, this, is, this is angry Bubba. Like, I got, I got to get, I got to get, I gotta get. I gotta fucking cut weight right after this. What, what's so good about that shit? All right, well, you guys, get it done. done. He's get over here done. eating beef jerky and drinking beautiful, colorful drinks in front of me and shit. <laughs> like I don't have to. Oh, how's your weight, Bubba? How much do you weigh? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> don't get mad at me, bro. Bubba, I've been with you day one, bro. Day one, we were friends. Don't even fucking. I've been to the top of the mountain. Only friends can talk like this to each other. Yes, give me a break. I still haven't got my wedding gift, by the way. It's been four years. Okay, so anyway. So. I, hey, hey, Greg, I didn't think it was going to last. My bad. <laughs> That's a deep burn, baby. That's a deep that burn. Makes, that makes two of us. All right. <laughs> and now his wife can't watch the show. If you get that million dollars, I want a wedding gift. Fuck that, all right? If, if Sounds you get, good. All right. So, but I think, I think I got married. I think I got married after our show, too, though. Hmm. Yeah, I wasn't invited to your wedding. I was married. I was married for ten years. You know that, right? Was I invited to your wedding? I didn't have a wedding. Oh well, then how am I give you a wedding gift if, you, if, you, if I don't get invited to a wedding? You don't. You don't like. Uh huh. All right. Touche. 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 I got you. I got you. I know you got kids. I'm gonna get you something for your daughter. Please. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And I'll get you something for one of your seven kids. Listen, uh, Bubba, I, sure. a, I am a huge Actually, fan. Actually, make it one of my seven girlfriends. My kids have enough. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, a, now a, after you beat Lance Palmer, what do you do? Are you, are you going to call someone out? What are you, are you going to put the whole division on notice? Have you talked to, the division have will be on notice by default. I just beat the champ. I just did to the champ in 10 minutes, which they couldn't do in five years. So the vision will be on notice, but... As far as calling someone out, that doesn't make sense since you know you win and you advance. Who is there to call out when half the guys have won and half the guys are lost? It's a tournament. It's a bracket. Stop acting like you don't know what I've already told you. It's a bracket. You win and you advance. I know. All right. We had that whole conversation. <laughs> yeah, so about, you don't even hey, know. I like that you can't talk shit and you got to just win and the next guy wins and you got that guy. You don't remember that whole conversation? I guess that's, wait, 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 wait. I guess that's true, though. Like, you can't, you, like, you get whoever's next in the bracket. It doesn't matter. Right. 
Right. right. So it's a million-dollar tournament. Million dollar tournament. <laughs> you can still have that is what a That'd tournament is. If you're calling out a guy from the other end of the bracket, and you're like, you're lucky, motherfucker, that I'm in a different bracket. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see you next. No, no, you're not. Well, I want to see him next. I want. Well, you make it, and I make it, then well, then I'll fucking see you. All right. Well, listen. You're fighting a guy who's on an 11 fight winning streak, to two time champion. But you got this, dude. You 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 are the former Brave champion. You're on a three fight winning streak. Two of them by knockout. You were eight and three in Bellator, Division One NCAA champion. You're. I mean, you you do it, bro. You got it. You got this. Yes, sir. I'm the champ killer. That's what we do. We kill champions. I'm the champ killer. Yes. And you're single and angry and divorced. And motivated. I fucking love this, man. This is a whole new problem. <laughs> Listen, I, you know what, though? I have to say this. Now that I know you're single, this explains taking the shirt off in the posts as often as you do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I oh, get yeah. it now. You're I'm like, oh, wait, let me just. Totally, man. Yeah. I'm like, now I know. <laughs> I felt that. Totally, you know, I know. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, listen, I get it, but this is a lot of gratuitous shirt taking off here. <laughs> now it makes perfect sense. <laughs> I got fans to please. Listen, those abs are the abs. You know what I'm saying? Magic Bubba. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, listen. You guys hit me up when you're in Vegas next time. I will. Oh, for sure. You can count on that. Take care, brother. You're the best. Wait, I thought he was in New Jersey. I'm just confused. (laughs) (laughs) That's the most (laughs) MMA roasted moment we could have. <laughs> All right, that was Bubba. Jenkins, Jenkins left. He just like he's like, fuck. No, I got him walls. out. I got him out. I got him out. He had to go. I love him. He's so great. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly think he was like really mad at me, but I honestly, in my defense, I am on Terraflu and Dayquil. I'm getting. Oh sick. no! Thank God I I got the. Uh, thank God I got like the the vaccine, so I know it's not COVID. Well, I mean, I don't know, but. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't count. I was say, uh, I was say, you mean you have COVID light? Man, it might not be COVID, but it might be a blood clot. It's no big deal either way. Now, Greg, should I take out that part about him wearing the stuff that he wore in Abu Dhabi? That's funny, right? No one's. I'm not gonna get like. Am I gonna get people fucking hitting me up saying that I'm? No, I thought. Yeah, no, I think it's fine. Yeah. All right. All right so we got to talk about the elephant in the room, McCork. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> no, so uh, we got to talk about. The pod, I'm not the pod, we gotta talk about Ben Askren. I talked about it with Bubba a little bit, but I, I wanna hear your take on it because so many things to talk about. Uh, first of all, I, after watching Ben's, I went back and watched some of Ben's sparring and real, and I thought everyone thought he was trolling. Like he was putting up bad sparring to make it look like he didn't know what he was doing. I, I, I didn't think that. But no, that was actually <laughs> what, he was actually putting up his best. Like those are the good takes. Uh, and look, I love Askren and I, like I told Bubba, it shows you how good of a wrestler he, what he is and how good he is of like another skill that he could win 20 fights or 19 fights, become a world champion in two organizations with the limited boxing that he has. But then all the boxing he did, all his stand up was to, it was the anti-boxing is let's get this fight off the ground. Let's not stand there and trade. Let me grab you, grab you, grab you. And which is why he never really learned how to box. Um, that being said, he also fought at 190. He fought in the UFC at 170. So he's coming up to 190, and it looked like oh, he looked like he was a good 210. I mean, Jake Paul was shredded, but you know that he was coming down from 2 210, 205. So Ben doesn't usually get hit by guys that are 205 pounds when he's fighting at 170. Uh, and fuck, man. I mean, there's there's so much. Uh, he, you know, it was. I think the fight was stopped early. 
But I think the ref did Ben a favor because I don't want to see him get carried out in a stretcher. I don't want to see him fucking – I mean, he, he, he got up. He walked out. He was smiling with his wife. He was laughing. He got, he's now a million dollars richer. And I guess that was the best – the best case I would have obviously had to have him win and be competitive. Or at least he didn't get seriously hurt in there. McCorkle, Greg, what are your thoughts? Go ahead, Greg. Okay, first of all, I just I think it's hilarious that you are taking it this seriously. This was not a fight. It wasn't a it was a joke. It was a show. It was like wrestling. It was scripted. You don't see someone that happy to lose if there wasn't some kind of a bonus for taking a dive, okay? I, first of all, and then he didn't even try. He's so out of weight, he, out of shape. He looked like me. I was like, <laughs> I was like, seriously, I was like, holy fuck, has he been following my diet plan? Like, was I his trainer? Was I, you know, like, it was so awful. It was almost like he took it so unseriously that he was like, you know what, I'm just gonna get fat, and that way I don't even wanna fight when I'm in there. Clearly there was some kind of a bonus, whether it was deliberate or wink, wink, or whatever, but there was definitely a, listen, take a dive, I'm waiting this, and, the, the, and then the whole thing, the theatrics afterwards, again, it was straight wrestling, man, with him with the crying, oh my God, I beat another non-boxer, but like, it's such a fucking joke, bro. Quit Sean. taking it seriously. Sean. Yeah, I think part of what Greg is saying is just his, um, like absolute shock from how terrible that entire event was. But like, I think we learned, uh, we learned three things watching. I did the other night. One, I learned that there's no way in hell Ben Ashford was training boxing during his MMA career at all. Yeah. Like there's no way he looked like he had never boxed before. Like not even impressive how good he did. Right. Yeah. I mean, he looked like he had no clue. Like I'm not good at stand up at all. And I would have looked way better than that. Even in the shape I'm in now, like it's, it's terrible. But uh, I think we learned that. We learned that Jake Paul's maybe better than we thought for sure. You know what I mean? To be able to throw a right hand like that landed on a guy who's actually somewhat of an athlete or a boxer. And then the third thing I learned watching that whole event was it actually is possible to put something on TV worse than Brendan Schaub's comedy special. I was blown away at how terrible the performances, the, the music to everything. I was like, I can't believe this is on TV and I paid for it. Like, I can't even... Oh, I watched it on bootleg and felt like I got ripped off. Yeah. It's okay, listen, how seriously can you take it when you have somebody smoking weed on the dais right next to the fucking ring? There were so many things wrong with it. I mean, first of all, he, tw he said after, look, I don't give a shit about the fight. I'm doing this for the money. Like, he literally said that, and he doesn't yeah. give a shit. The next day, he went and played disc golf with his friends. He had a barbecue. And he, and he has five wrestling academies. He, he doesn't give a shit. So the, part of me is like, well, if he doesn't give a shit, why the fuck should I give a shit? Why am I? Yes, that's my exact point. I was up till three o'clock in the morning depressed about it. I'm not kidding. No, and not only that, you've been defending it on fucking Twitter and I, shit. I, I, and, getting, no and I'm like, dude, I don't why are you that. giving a fuck about this? It, it, it was a I joke to everybody involved. All I they don't got know was why. money. It's just the whole thing bothered me because I grew up a huge college wrestling fan. Ben Askren was like a guy that I looked up to. And, and then I, I, I- And you still can I, as I, a wrestler. I, I he I, still I, has, he still doesn't have that. That loss does not count against it, his it wrestling doesn't. career. I tried, to, I, I tried to help him get in the UFC. I, I point blank asked Dana White on the podcast, can you please sign Ben Askren? I wrote a fucking song for him that went viral. Two songs from him viral. Like he helped me out with some business stuff. We're friends. He's like, hey man, you come to my house. Come to, you can stay at my house. Like he, he could put the shows. 
he's a good dude. Like he's a good guy. And I, and Woodley is another guy that like being, we did comedy together. We hang out. Like I, I like those guys a lot. I like that whole crew. I like Biggie Mike Rhodes. So to see this fucking kid, this punk, uh, who you're right. Jake Paul is, has been spending three years doing this. People say YouTuber. He's not a fucking YouTuber. Just like Charles Rosa isn't a chef. And just like Kenny Florian, people say, oh, Kenny Florian used to work on Wall Street. So you're going to say, oh, MMA fighter knocked out by a banker. Okay. He's a kid that's a good athlete. Uh, he was a great wrestler in high school. He wasn't like the best ever, but he was a great, he was a very, very solid, good wrestler who's been taking boxing seriously for three years, has a fucking ton of money, and he can pay off Shane Mosley for fucking lessons every day and pay off these guys and get great camps. And, and who knows? I don't think they're testing in Triller. Allegedly, I've talked to people that are <laughs> know. Uh, Wait a minute. You mean the, the sporting league of Triller is not <laughs> abiding? By so, USADA regulate and no, the, the, so the state I, athletic commission. So I personally this is know of people. No, this that is were, absolutely shocking. I, I, I personally Come know people on, that Adam. Were, so I personally know people that were involved in those organizations that have taken a lot of stuff for their fights. Okay, so yeah, isn't Triller an app for making videos? <laughs> and and Ben during the whole thing is tweeting out like during the the music things. This is not child friendly entertainment. That's. <laughs> Peter's getting knocked dude, out almost dead but dude do? I'll tell you this I'll tell you this one yes yes he, this guy's training real boxing yeah. but you made the only point that needed to be made is that he is still zero and zero against boxers no and that's the thing look and also that's it he has yet also, to fight a boxing all these, match all these idiots that are like oh it shows that the MMA guys no in a real fight Ben Askren would murder him like there are guys that I Eight years ago, I was wrestling guys that were in the UFC, and I was doing very well and, like, beating them in wrestling. In an actual fight, I would get obliterated, like, not last a minute against guys like Dan Hardy or whoever. They, they would kill me, okay? And that's how Jake Paul would do in a fight against Ben Askren. When he had him in the, against, against the ropes, when the ref separated it, he would have just body locked him, put him on his head, and the fight would have been over because he would have just fucking punched him until the ref stopped it. Or well, and Jake, no way Jake doesn't know that, or else they would have done an MMA like an MMA fight. There's no way he doesn't exactly. know. Exactly, exactly. It, it could have been much worse. Like for you guys, you could have lost uh, two thousand instead of winning six thousand um, dollars. I uh, <laughs> lost two grand the other night on all because of Askren because with my parlays, my other bets, I would have won six grand. So it was an eight thousand dollars swing for me when he got why knocked would out. So, <laughs> you bet on Ben Askren? I, I bet. I bet. Three thousand just on after, yeah, just on after. God, we so, talked about this. I even said, I said the smartest. Jake Paul isn't stupid because the smartest thing he did was find the one MMA fighter with the worst boxing skills in the league. He found the one guy that was that you could say was a fighter, but it was terrible at the one thing he was going to challenge him to. That was the smartest part about the whole thing. And I can't but it was a fix. The whole thing was wrestling. But I still can't tell if Jake, if, if Askren is smart or not for doing this fight. Because on, on one hand, like, yeah, he made, I think, a million dollars, right? Plus that bonus for taking a dive. So he made 500 grand for the fight. I think he got some part of the pay-per-view. On one hand, he, 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 he got that. But his name and his legacy, look, I don't – it's not tarnished for me, but a lot of people are, it's, where's he going to go from here? And now he has to like, 
I, I don't know. Yes, but for him, he provided for his family for several years, and that's all it was about. If it, were, if it were about anything about his legacy, he would have trained, he would have been in shape, he would have taken it seriously. No, but I he think didn't. He, no, he thought he was going to win. He went in there thinking he was going to win. But his thing was, I suck, this guy sucks more. And, and that's a very dangerous fucking way to play a game of I'm not, I'm going to bet this guy's worse than me. Like, like, like that's not. This wasn't a real fight. Quit talking about it. Like it was a real fight. Stop, stop, stop. I don't know. Uh, I don't believe Ben threw the fight, but if you think for a second that ref didn't have a bonus coming for him, if he stopped it, you're crazy. Like that's uh, I what I'm saying. Sam, everybody was on the pay in yeah, this. I thing. guarantee the ref, you that ref, the, the results if were he guaranteed the fight, that there's a, that there's something in there for him. If uh, I'm sure they told him, hey, by the way, if Jake wins, however, uh, we're going to throw you some extra, you know, or whatever. So, of course, there's a, uh, you know, and then they said Snoop Dogg's a part owner in that, and Snoop Dogg was betting it against, like well, a promoter can't bet on fights, you know? Well, like Dana, it's well not- Dana White says he's absolutely not paying Snoop $2 million. He said that, like, they called him right afterwards. He, he did Tyson's podcast and said, I'll put a million on Ben Askren. And then they called him and said, the guys want to take the bet. He said, I'm not going to illegally bet. Uh, right. Yeah. Well, and he could get two to one odds. Yeah. So he could get two to one odds in Vegas. Why would you go two? Uh, I say, even I'm money? not a fan of Snoop Dogg's combat sports. I thought he was completely disrespectful when he did the contender. I think he. I mean, there's a way to be funny, but still not just be like, "Oh, you got knocked the fuck out." Like, there's a way to do it. It's hard. It's hard, but there's a way to do it. What's up, guys? Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. I mean, football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards. I mean, how cool is that? TV shows and reality TV, which I love to watch. They got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, the scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore, huh? Don't be that guy or girl. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. So visit our good friends and exclusive partner at betonline underscore AG. Take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use the promo code CLNS50 for your sign up bonus. Use the hashtag betonline. It's not just me, Greg. Okay. The entire MMA community and fighters are now in a fucking uproar. Okay. First, Dustin Poirier says, I want to see Mike Perry versus Jake Paul, right? To which they sparred before. And according to Mike Perry, Jake Paul held his own, if not beat him the first couple rounds. And then Perry came on later. Jake Paul says, I, I already beat that guy in sparring. And there's a video of Perry going, you, you kicked my ass. But Perry's like, I was just being nice. And you know yeah. what? A lot of times, like, when you spar with guys or roll with guys, they do better than you expected or you want them, oh, you fucked me up, even though they didn't fuck me up. If he really did fuck well, up. Especially when he's signing the check. I mean, you, you always compliment the guy, the rich guy that just hired you to spar with him, that you let right. take some shots. And you're like, man, you really kicked my ass. Make that out to uh, 
to me right. to platinum, <laughs> Mike Perry, <laughs> and then exactly. seventy five hundred for the hour. Thank you. Yeah, that's exactly what you say. That's what they would say to Mr. Burns on The Simpsons. Like, good job. Oh, you what an athlete you are. Come on, man. Dude, this is I, so I know, dumb. I know some high level jujitsu guys, and I know I know a guy who's like the like the the mecca guy in Hollywood who trains all these celebrities. And my friend was there during a celebrity session. I'm not gonna know who the celebrity was, but he was like putting these co- these like chokes in, like rear naked choke. And the guy was like, "Oh my God, you're so strong!" Like the Brazilian, like eighth degree black belt, was telling the celebrity that he was like the greatest. <laughs> Dude, have you ever seen the videos? Okay, the ancient films of Elvis Presley doing karate. <laughs> Okay, because that's what this reminds me of. Because he, his, his fucking, his posse, they'd go like this, uh, and hold the arm out on the punch, and he would like duck it, and then while the arm still extended, then he would grab it and do like a hand grab, and they'd be like, oh, you did, (laughs) and they'd go down, and he'd be like, I did it again, I'm the king. (laughs) I can't believe Greg's insinuating Elvis's black belt isn't legit. It is cool that Jack Paul has his own Memphis Mafia, though, around him. That's pretty cool. Oh, well, let's talk. We got we to gotta talk about that, okay? Because there's, there's, there's a lot there, okay? First of all, um, so, and, and we're, we're going to get to the real fights. I'm sure people are sick in hearing this, but whatever. I, it's, it's entertaining to me. So now Dylan Dennis said, I'm going to save the sport of MMA. So I wrote, we're all fucked, right? <laughs> By like, retiring. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. To which Al Iaquita wrote, the only guy worse with worse hands than Ben Askren. Like, that's what he put right above Dylan Dennis. <laughs> so then uh, Dylan Dennis goes, I would sleep you in one round uh, to ally Quinta, which would not happen. Uh, no. Sorry, no. Dylan Dennis, but you don't want that fight. Uh, plus, you're in different organizations, uh, all kinds of stuff. Then Dylan Dennis said he could beat Ngannou. Uh, which is like the stupidest thing. All right, so then Probably, yeah. I wait. Said, how much? How much? How much does Dylan Danis weigh? Like when he fights, what's he fight at? I think he's one fifty-five. I think. Yeah, not a lot of lot of knockout power in a hundred and fifty-five pound body, man. I, I don't know. I'm not buying it. I mean, so far he's two and zero, oh, but he's he's a jiu-jitsu guy. He hasn't actually. And the thing is this. So now, uh, so yeah, so that so that's there. And now there's a video right now of so Tyron Woodley came to watch. Uh, Jake Paul get his hands wrapped, right? That's like what, and every fighter, every time there's a boxing event, the corner goes to watch the other guy. That's how they found uh, the one guy was loading his gloves. Remember that one guy was putting stuff in his gloves, Margarito, yeah. like plaster caster in it and beat, knocking everyone out. Well, the corner went in there and goes, hey, wait a minute, you know, you get, so, so Woodley's over there and he's with uh, Jake Paul and Jake Paul and there's a guy named Jalian Love who was a, a good boxer back in the day not even back a couple years ago. He was one of Mayweather's guys. He, he was like 23 and three. He didn't really achieve what he could, but he was a top level guy. He was a, you know, so now he comes in, he goes, you don't, want, you, you don't know nothing about this, Tyron. And, and like, so then they start going at it and it becomes like kind of heated. And the video has since went viral. You got to see the video. Uh, but it's just like, you kind of felt bad for Tyron because they were trying to bet on their guy. And he was like, and Tyron's like, I got my belts at home. And then he's like, we're in this. So anyway, so that video went viral. Gilbert Burns saw it. Man, I just saw the video with that clown being so disrespectful to Tyron Woodley. Woodley should have uh, hit that guy right there with the three piece and a, and a soda. It's becoming a circus, right? Uh, and then what's name got very upset about it too. Uh, uh, Daniel Cormier. Cormier goes, I mean, the way this dude talked to T-Wood makes my skin crawl. 
All these kids are going to get taught a lesson, I swear, and I can't wait for it. Jaylon Love, you can't fight. Uh, you better respect dudes like T. Woodley before he puts his hands on you. He ain't Ben. And then Jake Paul writes to Daniel Cormier, okay, fat boy. So me versus you and Jaylon versus Tyron Woods. So now Cormier responded by saying, I'm not going to fight this guy. What has he done to earn a fight against me? I, but then he goes, but I would like to fucking kill him, though. So maybe I should fight him, but I'm not going to. Uh, how do we think, <laughs> Greg, any comments on this? Well, the more you, you play into it, the more money you're putting in this kid's pockets. I mean, the yeah. more his formula's working. He's yeah. baiting everybody into his formula, which is, okay, come fight me on my terms, in my fake division, with my fake setup and fake rules. <laughs> where any, you know, I mean, it's well, quit giving in. To, ignore this kid. I mean, it, nobody well, should saying, fight him. Nobody should do anything. Now they're saying it's going to be Woodley versus Jake Paul. Henry Cejudo says Jake Paul's going to be Woodley. Uh, because he's been doing this for three years. Woodley has not been boxing straight. Uh, this guy's just putting in the time and effort. Uh, a lot of people are saying, Don't Let, you know what? Let a, the MMA fighters should say, listen, come to MMA. I'll fight you right now. Otherwise, I challenge you to fight a boxer. Fight a real boxer, win one fight against a real boxer, or if you want to fight me, come fight me in MMA. But this, you know, meeting yeah, him, Tyra, you're know, giving him Tyra everything. Woodley, it's so yeah, stupid. Yeah, but Tyron Woodley, if they put a, a million dollars in Tyron's pocket, to fight Jake Paul, and Tyron takes it very seriously, not like Askren. I mean, Tyron can actually throw punches. He's uh, a box before. I, that's a, I think if Woodley puts in a real camp, he destroys Jake Paul. I think without question. At, without question. I think that is, I think he goes in there and he kills this kid. In fact, I think it turns into one of those kind of, you know, uh, Mayweather things where he's kind of just keeping him on his feet because he likes hitting him. Well, you know? this, <laughs> this is what Tyron said. Begging so hard to get your prostitute a gig. Because uh, he wants, he doesn't want to fight Jay, uh, that guy Jellyan. He goes, "You trying to fight everyone but me? When you realize I'm not with the child's play, you froze like winter and started stuttering. You want real smoke, or you want to keep petting your bitch ass record?" So that's what Tyron said to Jake Paul. It's funny because all these MMA fans who normally hate Tyron Woodley are now coming to his defense. Like, hey, you know, <laughs> that's our guy to fuck with. <laughs> like, you better not fucking go because now it's becoming. And then Hasim Rahman Jr. Wants to fight John Jones. He came out of nowhere. Uh, so now it's becoming a boxing versus an MMA thing. Uh, I would like to watch Tyron Woodley put a hurting. But look, here's the thing, Greg. Tyron Woodley's lost four fights in a row in the UFC. If he gets a half a million dollars presented to him or a million dollars to fight Jake Paul, yeah. Well, and that's what this has turned into. Again, everyone's falling right into his formula. And this is the one thing I give this kid credit for. He's, he is a great uh, promoter. He's a great business yeah. guy. He's found a way to bait guys into situations that make him a fuck ton of money. And and all we're doing is <laughs> saying, let me help you get more money. Let me help I you know, get more I money. I know. Like, it's I, so I know. dumb, I know. man. I, know. I'm, I'm, yeah. I think all this is stupid. I think MMA should completely ignore this guy. Ben Askren made his mistake, but he made his check. But that doesn't mean everybody has to follow him down this road. Listen, let Ben Askren live with, with what he did to his career and his legacy, and everyone else needs to ignore this fucking idiot. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't stop there. Okay, uh, this guy. Of course Pat, not. Of course not. <laughs> this, guy, Pat, this guy Pat Downey, who's like an amazing wrestler. Uh, he's like the bad boy of college wrestling. He goes, "I'll be your Huckleberry." And then Kendall Gill. Remember Kendall Gill on the Nets? He's a fifty-five-year-old <laughs> basketball player. Well, no. he has. He's four and zero as a boxer. He's posting videos 
He wants Jake Paul. Now, that's a, that guy's a real boxer, though, Kendall Gill. Even though he's 53, I still like him over Jake Paul. Uh, well, Paul, a, a, at least fight a boxer. Just fight a boxer. Box a boxer. Course, well, you want to see, this... see Kendall Gill getting the, against Jake uh, Paul? I, I doubt his 4-0 is a real 4-0, but I think actually a couple things. One, it's amazing. It just shows what we're even doing now, what a genius Jake Paul is, especially for a young kid. Because he's got everybody talking about it, whether you want to or not. And uh, the most amazing thing about this whole situation to me is, like you were talking to Bubba earlier, how crazy is it that for any fighter to try to go make a million dollars, they have to go anywhere but the UFC? Uh, Like you got to go to boxing against Jake Paul. You got to go to PFL to fight their tournament. Anywhere but the NFL of fighting, you can make big money. It's sad, really. So. So then Cody No Love chimed in. He goes, your whole squad would get fucked up. You beat a guy that can't box in boxing. Why won't you come to the cage? Because you're a pussy. So is your whole squad. I give up 50 pounds to you and knock that toupee off your fucking head. You'll be exposed soon. So that's Cody. Cody No Love's like 23 and 0 as an amateur boxer. Uh, but he, he had, he'd be cutting a lot. He'd be giving up a lot of weight. Now, do we think that uh, – I said, why don't we just go like this? Make it a six-round fight, one round boxing, one on MMA, and you alternate, right? Uh, with Wait, but one round, they get to use – they get to use uh, baseball bats with barbed wire. And then the next round, you just throw some pigs and let them run around. You don't think it's a good idea? One round. Uh, come on. <coughs> McCorkle. No, I think that? it's a terrible idea. I think it's the worst idea you've ever had. Uh, I, by the way, Mayhem called me from jail asking me about the fight uh, before and after. <laughs> I, I, and he, he's supposed to get out in the t- next month. He wants to fight Jake Paul. Uh, so we're putting it out there. Mayhem Miller, uh, he's been training in jail. Now uh, that is worth paying to see. Because you want to talk about three rounds, you don't know what's going to happen. First of all, there's going to have to be like a, you know, uh, you know so a weed break, uh, and followed by a meth break, and then another weed break. So it's going to be very interesting. <laughs> he's going to go back to jail, the richest motherfucker that went out on the <laughs> Real question is, is the weed break before or after the barbed wire baseball bat? We're getting ahead of ourselves here, Greg. We the, the, get, it, no, the, base, the barbed wire baseball bat round definitely happens after the meth break. Okay. So, so uh, Derek Brunson said, how come everyone was mad about Jake Paul, but you're cool with CM Punk? Well, CM Punk fought in MMA. At least he actually tried. He didn't, like, just challenge MMA fighters to go wrestle in WWE. I mean, he actually, like, this guy has like, and a- fought, And fought in the legitimate league. He didn't yeah. create his own fake league. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to then have everybody, you know, fucking, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm losing it over this shit. Isn't man. it weird how some of Greg's promotion ideas sound very similar to the shows I used to put on, Adam? <laughs> like, we'll do one round like this, then girls will pillow fight, then we'll have two girls punch a guy in the face. How is that not the biggest seller in town? That's, yeah. to me, that's genius. Oh, my God. I Again, none of this – we shouldn't be talking about any of this. So 1.4 million people watched this thing. Or well, it. and you know what? And I hope 1.4 million people felt ripped off. They did. Right? But I'm saying, I, I did. The only ones – we were talking about it because it's actually going on right now. I mean – Oh, I, I know. I know. I just think that we're lending credence to it. And no, we're getting, I, you know, you're right. It's like – I mean, it, it sucks that, you know, it's comedy. It's basically the Brandon Schaub effect of, like, you're right. Like, let's give him this guy's done comedy for a week and let's put him on fucking Showtime, you know? And everyone else, yeah. like, what about? I, I get it because he puts asses in seats and yada, yada. And I'm not, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. 
And because Shab actually did more of the work. Well, this kid's doing work too, though. He actually trains hard. He trains hard in boxing. But you're right, Greg. I want to see him fight an actual boxer. A guy who acts. Don't fight a guy who's coming off two hip surgeries. Uh, you're dangling fucking money in his face to say you knocked out a guy that, that literally had never thrown a punch in his life. Uh, and don't fight another guy that was like the one the dunk contest who's been fighting for three months. You've been fighting for three years. You've been having the best training. You're obviously a decent boxer. Fight a guy who's also been training for three or four more years in boxing. Make it a fucking yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. That was the one point out of all this, of all those tweets and all this nonsense that went on. Uh, the one thing that I really thought was the only cogent point in it is that he's still O and O as a boxer against boxers. <laughs> He has zero record against no, boxers. Like, I mean, you're right. I mean, boxing is part of MMA, but it's like taking it, somebody who does like, who does improv, putting him on a stand-up comedy stage, you know? It's yeah, like, yeah, like I haven't trained this skill. I don't have this skill. I know that was the only thing I was saying. He picked the one guy that's an MMA that he could say is a fighter, but doesn't have, that was the worst at the one thing they were attempting to do. That, that was, was smart, but it was, but, but it made the whole thing stupid. I can't believe Askren fell for it. But then again, did he fall for it? Because he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck either way. But then I think, what about his kids getting made fun of and teased? Like, your dad got knocked out by fucking Jake Paul. I mean, that's got to be something, right? That's not like a legit thing. Kids don't get teased anymore. Yeah. Maybe they'll tease him about that instead of the Masvidal knockout. Maybe that was the genius all along to make people forget the Masvidal knockout. He's going to get another one. So... That is the funniest thing. Yeah, so let's talk about some real fights. All right, let's talk about Kelvin Gastelum. Uh, yeah, Kel- yeah, I'm saying out here. Kelvin Gastelum uh, lost to um, over the weekend. Robert Whitaker, good fight, good fight, solid fight, competitive fight. But like you're right, you know, like just like McCorkle said, this guy's got to fight in his weight class. There's a reason we have weight classes, and he's just too small for 185. I- no, yeah, it was exactly what we said that he wasn't that you know, and, and I didn't think it was that close. I felt like Whitaker dominated him pretty good. I think he got rocked real early and never fully recovered. But I also think he's getting hit by guys that are just too big for him. Um, It's like sucks that there's not a 175-pound weight class. You know, they just really just go up up 10 pounds, so 55, 55, 75. But 85, these guys are just too big. I mean, you saw that with the Chris Weidman fight. You you see it now. Yeah, but, I mean, again, for Kelvin, though, that's where he has to fight because he doesn't come in starving and angry and still missing weight. I mean, this is as good as it was going to get for him. He fought the best guy he's going to fight. I don't think they're going to give him another. I don't think he steps back up to this level again. And again, I like Kelvin. Great guy. Great fighter. But the way that it has to be for him, I think this is as good as it's going to get. And I was surprised he uh, made it all five rounds. I wasn't. He's so good. And he wasn't even supposed to be in this fight. He just happened to be take the fight on short notice because the other guy dropped out also. Um, Didn't he lose all five rounds on on one at least one of the judges' scorecards? Yeah, he lost. He he lost a fight, but it wasn't. It was competitive. It wasn't. I didn't think it was a shellacking. Uh, McCorkle, what did you think about the fight? Yeah, I was actually just disappointed because I was looking at getting another two to three thousand if uh, Whitaker finished him because I was sure he was going to finish him. Um, So I was betting that live, but. I would have been with you on that. I would have taken that bet, you know, every day and twice on Sunday because I thought for sure I kept waiting for it. I was like, here it goes. Here it goes. No, at the end, still, when Whitaker started him. coasting, when he started coasting at the end, I was losing my mind because I was like, yeah. I can't get my money back. But, yeah, it's, uh, Gaslam, it's crazy, man, because sometimes you learn more about a guy when they lose than when they win. When he lost out of Sonya, 
that dude is an animal, dude. Um, like, he is. Gaslam hung in there. He almost won to a guy far in a striking bout who's far superior to him in striking, you know. And then for him to go in there. Whitaker, I think, I've always said, I think he's the best. Regardless of what happened with Stoutmanner, I think he's the best 185-pound fighter. And he didn't. And, like, he almost won, but he hung in there with a guy who was way bigger than him. Um, I think sometimes just genetics are unfair, man. Like, Gaslam, I mean, he might have heavy bones. He may just have bad genetics body fat-wise. But if he could make Listen, 170, he, I think I think he beats almost everyone at 170. It just – that, That's the thing. But as, a, as a fellow Mexican, I can tell you, it's the <laughs> genetics. Yeah. Our bodies also, love also, like, fat. We just also, love it. He's, he's also been, like – what I think, like the baby of the family, like he's got like a bunch of sisters, a sister and a mom, and they feed him. They, he's he's that chubby Mexican kid that like we have to make sure he's fed, and he's never grown out of that. <laughs> like at the same time, he can do a standing backflip, so it's like it's crazy to me that he could look like that and be that athletic, man. He's, exactly. Uh, Listen, it's not you don't grow out of it. It's just called being a Mexican kid, man. That's what we do, you know. <laughs> Shit. I mean, I get it. But I, I don't think, you know, I don't think he can fight comfortably at 170 because he never makes it anyway. Uh, also, Jeremy Stevens was supposed to fight Dracar Close. I was, that was going to be the fight of the night. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw what happened, Greg. During the, no. weigh-in, during the weigh-ins, Dracar had his hands behind his back. And Stevens, they went face-to-face. And Jeremy pushed him, like shoved him. He flew back, got whiplash, threw up all night, had to pull out of the fight. Um, got sick, and people, and they posted the medical records, like his neck got fucked up, something happened to his, like, back, where, like, you know, you're not expecting a push from Jeremy Stevens, who's hungry and angry, and then, you know, Dracar Close is one of the toughest guys I've ever seen, he's not gonna bitch out of a fight, uh, at the same time, a guy has his hands behind his back, you don't push him, it was an yeah. unfortunate situation, Dana White got mad at Sean Shelby because he thought Shelby should have been there to kind of be in the middle of them. To catch him? <laughs> to like sort of break it up. Uh, uh, but Shelby kind of dropped the ball. But, man, the whole th- – I mean, I say you still pay Dracar for that fight. Um, at the same time, man, people are like, well, if you can't take a push, how's he going to take a punch from him? But I don't really think that's – you know, look, you're well, not expecting – Well, you got to see the video and see what led up to it. If the difference is if you're not ready for the push and you're completely relaxed, you're cutting weight so your body's dehydrated out anyway, and the guy pushes you when you're not ready, if it hurts your neck and you can't feel – I mean, I've sneezed before and couldn't feel my arm for two hours, you know. Um, if it hurts you like that, why would you go in Why would you go in and fight hurt knowing that the UFC will cut you for having a bad win, let alone a loss, you know. I mean, so yeah. that's why I wish, man, I wish to God the UFC should be forced, which they never will without a union, they should have guaranteed contracts. You get this many fights in this amount of time, even if you lose all six. If, you don't, if you're not sure about a guy, sign him to a two-fight contract. Sign him to a one-fight, but they want it both ways. They want to sign guys for 12 fights, but we can cut you anytime we want. So that's really a one-fight contract is all it is. You know, like, but, you, yeah, yeah. but they own you the rest of your life. You know, so it's like fighters it's really a, do. It's so complicated because, you know, it's, it's, it is complicated because people are like, well, why are boxers getting paid so much? Well, it's actually like the top of the chain boxers. It's not like right, like, totally. And everybody else is fighting for a hundred bucks. And at, at the same time, boxing has been ruined by promoters because you got guys like Aram and Don King. So you get Pacquiao, Mayweather. Never happens. You know, having seven years too late. You have nine yeah. fucking belts. But then you have guys who are you know getting fifteen and fifteen to do essentially the hardest sport in the world. 
a sport literally about like if any other like if you, you you take a boxer and you go uh hey why don't you come to baseball for and 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 they'll do that why don't you come to this soccer and challenge me they won't come to mma because they know how right. fucking hard it's it's the hardest sport in the world you're learning six different fucking sports you're not learning one sport no you're right you know, and here's the thing. I think, personally, you know, because of the exclusivity that comes with signing with one league or the other, but and particularly with UFC, and when you talk about guys who can't get a fight or this guy pulls out or with the kid and the money and everything, I think they need to, to go to – when you get signed, you get signed for three years and you get a monthly stipend. And then it's up to them to find you fights and use you. And if they don't, you still get a check, not a huge check, but a check that keeps you a professional fighter in their league, on the ready at all times. And then I think it's more equitable. And then, of course, once you fight, you have a chance to win the bigger checks. But I think, you know, $3,000 a month, they could easily afford it, wouldn't kill them. And it would be, it would make it so much easier for the fighters to not say, oh, I can't afford to live. I can't afford this. I got to do that. I mean, you're signing, you're taking them, you're making them part of your league. You know, give them a monthly stipend. Yeah. You know what upsets me about the whole pay structure? Like I said, the fighters are to blame because they need to unionize. But, like, when I was on the UFC video game, I got $2,000. That's all I got for being on the game. And $7.67 for my Topps trading cards deal um, that I had to sign 500 cards to get. So, um, but that's all from the UFC. Um, and I was upset because when they gave me a $2,000 check, people are like, well, they're not buying the video game for you anyway. And I'm like, okay, then don't put me on it. Don't put anybody but Anderson Silva on it and see how many copies it sells. It won't sell any if all the fighters are fake, you know. Just like all the NFL guys get twelve to eighteen thousand dollars, depending on what year for Madden. If you're the worst offensive lineman on the Green Bay Packers, you still get eighteen thousand dollars for them putting your name on John Madden football and PlayStation, right? But guys are always like, "Well, with unions, like, or they'll say like on a fight, nobody's paying to watch you fight anyway. If you're not on the main card, then don't have an undercard. Like, if you're not making any money on the undercard, don't have it. Then you know, like, you can't. You can say that, and I can say the same thing. Well, if John Jones, uh, well, they're just paying to watch John Jones. Okay, well, if John Jones retires tomorrow, does the UFC still go on. Yeah, well, apparently he's not the only aim that matters then if this still goes on, you know? So it's like, I used to get tired of hearing that. They're like, oh, you shouldn't be making more money. You're on the undercard. I'm like, well, I was co-main event at UFC 124, and I only got $10,000, and it sold 800,000 pay-per-views at 65 bucks a piece. So you tell me, you know what I mean? Like, it can't be both ways. It can't be you, you're, you're the main event or co-main event. You don't get any money, but, hey, you're down on the card. You don't get any money either, you know? But until – as long as guys are willing to fight for nothing, and that's why I don't ever get mad when John Jones and those guys say they want more money. As long as guys are willing to fight, just be on TV, nothing's ever going to change, like I, ever. I, I can't wait till fighters get paid a ton of money. It might be, it might be better for the podcast, though, because then guys, yeah. guys, guys won't come on the show anymore. But they'll be like, <laughs> like I'm not coming on your show. I'm fucking on my yacht. All right. Uh, our Andre Arlovsky beat Chase Sherman over the weekend. Uh, like I said, I kind of had a feeling that was going to happen. Some of these veterans, they just – they're just slick. They know how to outslick these new guys. Uh, they don't always. They don't necessarily beat you up, but they know how to win the fight. And I think yeah, like, and they know how to win the rounds, and they know how to like re- reserve energy yeah. for the second half of the fight. I mean, that kid just gassed the fuck out, and then Arlovsky took advantage. I mean, it was it was. I mean, he baited him. Uh, Tracy Cortez, like I said, smoking hot. Uh, beat Justin Kish. Uh, that was man, dude. Was- Tracy Cortez is smoking hot. She might be my new favorite. I told I you. Know. She she is. Is. Uh, you're right. I, I was like, oh my. And she's a boy, she's a heck of a fighter. I like her. I, re- I want to get her on the show. She's had a really tough life, too. Her brother passed away. She's, she's like, has a crazy story. All, all her 
other brothers, they all train under the Cejudo. They're all wrestlers. She's, she's, a, she's a good person. She's been through a lot. Uh, I Jeff- couldn't believe that was a split decision, though. Because, I mean, that Kish girl was good in the first round, but then Cortez, I thought, dominated her yeah. in the second and third close. round. I know. I was like, wait, yeah. who? What, 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 what racist? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> I, I just was surprised somebody saw Kish winning two out of three of those. Uh, Romanov, uh, I the kid's he's really good, but I his striking is I don't know. He beat Espino, but it was getting close. Dude, that, no, listen, they they gave it to him because of the, the knee thing. I, my, that was my favorite part of the whole night, but he just laid down to take a nap. <laughs> he got hit in the nuts. It's like, nope, that's it. I'm done. That was. I mean, that, that was, was hilarious. And then, but it, but the reality is, Espino was definitively winning that round. And if they were being honest, they should have. If they were going to judge it based on that, then they should have given but, it but to Espino. Right. What about the guy who kicked in the balls? Like, I, he, that's what I'm saying. Actually, I was expecting it to be a split decision draw. I figured one of the judges would take away a point and make it a draw. That's what I was expecting. To me, that would have been the best uh, decision as opposed to actually giving it to the guy who laid on the ground and, you know, was like, I can't fight. Like, uh, I didn't buy that for a second. Uh, Jessica Penne, she won. I'm happy. She looked good. Uh, We had a, that was like the worst date I've ever been on in my life was me and her. Uh, I, I, (laughs) I went to kiss her and she had like an 800 pound dog that jumped on my back and like pinned me. It was like she has got the, one of these like big fucking like never ending story dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were talking about her. You're talking about an actual dog. An actual her dog. Like we were like. I, I thought it was like she jumped on you like a dog. No, I did. And I'm like, I was like, isn't that what you wanted? And then I, we kissed for like a second, and then all of a sudden I got pinned down by her fucking dog. And it was like I was like, all right, I guess I know who's in charge here. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> did he hump you to assert his dominance? Was he humping on you? It was yeah, I was going to say, so you did do it doggy style, man. Very, yeah, it was not good. Fucking bitch. Hey, uh, hey, real quick, an update on my $10,000 dog. Uh, it bit my son yesterday, so that's good news. Oh, God. So, yeah. Oh, God. It, uh, well, yeah, you he, know, uh, this, isn't, this show isn't called McCorkle's Great Life Decisions. So... <laughs> You know, this this really falls right in line with what I expect to happen. Dr. <laughs> well, Root for me, Greg. Well, so last but week, I'd rather be dead than Greg, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, we saw was like, dying over that on Twitter. They were like, yeah, I saw they loved it. You know, so Don Fry yesterday hits me up and says, uh, uh, so um, the, is the podcast today? I go, tomorrow. And then he's not here. Uh, just so you know, uh, but it's okay. He's Don Fry. He can live but, on his own time. But by the way, speaking of dogs, so my dog still like is scared of me. I think the last owner was a man beat the shit out of him. You know, so I come home the other day and I and I left the door open and the gate was open. Of course, like I, I go to get the leash to walk him. He runs out in the street. Cars are swerving. I fucking run after him, get him back in there. I'm just like, oh my god! I dropped my cell phone to get him. Right, a Mexican lady walks by, takes my phone. Right. Uh, I don't realize this till like an hour later. I'm like, where's my phone? I'm like, I think I dropped it when I get the dog. Now I got to call the phone and she speaks Spanish. Now I got to learn Spanish to translate her address. <laughs> I like got it back though. But, uh, and then she was like, give me a minute. I'm feeding Kelvin. I got Kelvin, eat up. So yeah, that was that. Was, that, was that. Um, get us uh, mask, get us mask. Yeah. Gerald Mearshart won his fight. Super happy for him. 
Uh, Dude, he looked great. And in fact, it almost looked too easy. He went in there and just fucking, he got that guy fast. That was like every other fight. The guy either looks great or gets knocked out in 10 seconds. Looks I, great. I know. It's like this guy, I, I, I don't know. I, I, sometimes I think he's a world beater. And then sometimes I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? I like this guy a lot. Yeah. I, I, every time I see him do something like this, I'm like, how is he not fighting for the title? This guy he looks was, great. He told me he, he sparred with Ben Askren 300 times and won one round out of 300. To show you how good Ben Askren is, uh, because and wrestling, in sparring, boxing, everything, MMA, mixed martial. Well, arts. MMA, right? Where you can use everything else, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. just to be clear, it's not yeah. like because otherwise, forget everything I just said about Gerald Mershard. He's also <laughs> he's terrible. I actually, I, I had several people tell me I didn't used to like Ben Askren. I thought he looked like Rocky from that movie with Cher, Rocky Dennis, um, but. Um, I, he uh, does. He looks I, like the mask. Yeah. Yeah, the mask. I, I, uh, I, James Krause told me. I can't remember who else. Two or three people that are really good told me. Said, man, Askren is an animal. Krause said he was unbelievable. He said absolutely unbelievable. Like on the ground, not just wrestling, but grappling, like submissions, everything. And uh, that surprised me because I didn't think a lot of guys didn't like him. But uh, everyone that trained him said he was absolutely unbelievable. So yeah. obviously not at boxing, but no, not at boxing. It just shows you, though, man. It's like, look, I would say, Sean. I would say the average Division One wrestler could beat ninety nine percent of the UFC in wrestling, right? Yeah, like in wrestling, you know, uh, the average high level black belt could submit ninety nine percent of the UFC in Juicy, right? Yeah, high level black belt. So, the well, I mean, average, if they're not, if it's not another high level black belt, obviously, but right, um, right. Or, or, or high level wrestler, right? Right. So it's the same thing with boxing. We're just everyone's just stuck on Jake Paul being a YouTuber, but he's a kid that has been spending three years perfecting boxing with the best training in the world, and he's a fucking good athlete. And who knows what fucking juice he's on? So he's going to beat a lot of guys in the UFC in boxing. But it's just dude, I when, when I used to spar, I I could only get pro boxers to spar with me because everybody was afraid because I was so big. And I was sparring with a guy one day, could not hit him to save my life. I mean, I, I, we went three rounds. I didn't touch him once. He was always just out of reach, always perfect. And he was just going light on me, hit me, taking his time. And I look up his record. He's four and nine as a pro boxer. So I was like, dude, this is that he's that good. And he, but I mean, he had fought a couple world champions. They used him to build other guys up, you know. Um, but I boxed another guy that was 17 and three. Just, I mean, not, not super good guy, but locally really good guy, Indiana State champion. Couldn't touch him. Could not get near him. Everything I threw, he either caught was just out of the way. Um, there's a guy I sent over to train with Stipe named Carvin Matafu. He's, uh, he was 8-0 pro heavyweight, and he stopped boxing. I guess he's got tired of it. But he was in there telling people he didn't look like a boxer. He's in there giving Mitch Rowan instructions one night. I thought, who is this stooge? Like, as a guy, he seemed like he was full of shit. He didn't look like a fighter. So I sparred. He asked if I wanted to spar a little bit. Dude, it was a joke. It was the most embarrassing thing I've ever done. You know, like, I felt like Ben Askren boxing and getting kneed at the same time by uh, Masvidal. Like, it was, uh, yeah, it was terrible. So they're, they're a lot better than people think, man. I just hope Tyron is loose, Jake Paul. I really don't. I, I can't see it, man. I don't. Do you know think that. that that fight's really going to happen? Yes, yes. I think that like they're gonna. I think they're going to like look at the demographic. Look, if Tyron, so, if so, Tyrone Woodley murders Jake Paul. I, I hope so. I hope so. I think they're gonna look at demographics. They're gonna look at Tyron's followers. They'll look at Jake's followers. They're gonna say he's. It, it would give if he beats Tyron if Woodley in boxing. It would really lend credibility to Jake Paul. They'd be like, people know Tyron Woodley. Uh, yeah. So, 
Did you yes, see? Did you guys? Jake Paul guys would still be. He would still be O and O versus boxers. Yes. That's, Did that's you guys right. see when uh, Tyron Woodley was talking to Ben Askren? It's behind the scenes. They said that 6'9", Takashi 6'9", wanted to walk Askren out. Yeah. And uh, Woodley's like, oh, that's a bad move, man. Askren's so, I mean, he's a snitch. And Askren goes, okay. And he goes, well, if you're on the streets, man, I, it's not a good idea to walk around snitch. And then uh, Askren's wife said, I don't think we want to be in the streets. She pointed out the obvious. Ben Askren doesn't want to be in the streets. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's just uh, – it's so funny. Uh, all right. And, <laughs> Don't forget, uh, it is 420, everybody. Happy 420. Thank you. Thank oh, is it? Uh, and Bellator, Phil Davis uh, lost to Nemkov, which sucked. Uh, it was a good fight, though. Corey Anderson won. Paul Daly showed me a lot because he got fucking rocked that first round, came back. And my man, Tall Steve, won in one minute. He's now 9-0. and Our guy, Tall Steve. Need of the face. Nice. That's it. Uh, fights this week. Quick, quick rundown. Usman versus Masvidal. Who do we like? Greg Wilson. Uh, I like Usman. Once again, I think Usman gets it done. I think he's just the better fighter. I mean, Masvidal's a phenomenal fighter, but Usman is just a little bit better. Same. I think. And I, th- I think his his strengths are Masvidal's weaknesses. Uh, yeah. Corporal. Same man. It's, it'll look just like the first fight. It's unfortunately, I, I would love to see Usman lose, especially Masvidal, but I just don't think. Uh, I don't think he's got good enough jiu-jitsu to submit him, and I know he doesn't have good enough wrestling to keep him from taking him down. So, uh, Zhang Welly against Rose Namajunas. I got to go with Zhang Welly. She's looking like – I mean, I don't see any holes in her game. I have to agree with you, my man. I mean, she's made me a believer. I'm on Team Welly or Wiley or Wheely. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce it correctly. Zhang. Zhang. Yes. She got it. I got to go. And not that I, and you know, I'll tell you this. Rose also surprises me all the time. But Zhang is, I mean, tough as nails, that girl. I, I like Zhang in that. I, and I don't even, I don't think it's going to be that close, if I'm being honest. Sean? I'm going to go Rose, man. Uh, I think, uh, I think sure her stand-up's good enough to hang in there. And uh, she always surprises me. Like, she does better, I think, almost in every fight. So, Keep in mind, he lost $6,000 betting yeah. on that ass. <laughs> and his 300-pound fucking waistline. So. Uh, Valentina Shevchenko versus Jessica Andrade. Mm, I'm going to call upset here. I'm going Andrade. Her being able to really get in the physical condition she wants to be in, to fight the way she wants. I think this is – listen – if Valentina loses this fight, she cannot be beat in her weight division. But I think if anybody's going to beat her, it is Andrade, and it's this Saturday night. I'm going Valentina. Andrade has really hard problems with technical strikers, which is what Chachenko is. Uh, McCorkle? Uh, Valentina also. I think she'll get it. Uriah Hall versus Chris Weidman. <coughs> uh, this is a rematch. Weidman won the first time before they were both in the UFC. Obviously, Weidman's like one in four in his last five fights. But Uriah Hall is one of those dudes. We don't know what – it's like he, he, like, loses the first round, gets reminded that he's in a fight. <laughs> the guy in the head. Uh, he's, like, doesn't know where he is half the time, but when he fucking turns it on, he turns it on. Uh, Greg, who wins this fight? I, you know what? I, this is really tough. What you said about Uriah Hall is all true, and Weidman is a guy that we thought was going to, like, have this – undefeated stellar fucking hall of fame career and then kind of just got in his own way and kept stumbling and it's like okay so which chris weidman we getting we getting the guy who just won his last fight or we're getting the guy that had all that up and down shit between his championship and now 
To me, it's a coin toss. I would like to see Weidman win, but I just feel like Uriah Hall is going to find a way to catch him and knock him out. I got to go with uh, Chris and then McCorkle. I would say, man, a Weidman, or I'd like to see him retire, man. It's not my business, obviously, but if he can't beat uh, – and not that he's not he's a bad fighter, but if he can't beat him at this stage, he probably needs a former champ, man. He needs to let it go. And uh, I think what happens, man, like Weidman, I think when you get married and have kids, and I'm not sure when he did that, but I think that it changes you, man, especially having kids. And I think that's kind of what happened to him is uh, when you're young and hungry, it's all fun. You're excited to train. It just seems like maybe it's just a job for him at this point. But I hope he wins, man. I like your eye out too, but uh, I really hope he wins. Dude, Mike Perry, since he had a kid, is like putting up like poetry online and like, yeah. and, like and like asking people to train him. He's like the nicest. It's like <laughs> Major League Two when like Joe Boo lost his like uh, – <laughs> I'm pretty sure nobody this, in life wants part of their life being compared to Major League Two. Like, you know what your life reminds you of? Major League Two. You know, you just had a child, and it was the greatest event in your entire life. It's a lot like Major League Two. With the fake God that the fake Jamaican lit a you would light a cigar to. Come on. Major League One was, like, one of my favorite movies ever. You didn't quote Major League One. Yeah, basically one was great. Two wasn't as bad. Three was the worst. The minor leagues one was like... They were all... The One is a classic. The rest... Again, Police Academy, they had like two good ones before just... You know. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I, I don't even remember them. Uh, like Bobcat said, he, he was like learning his lines like on the way to the set. Like he just was like... he goes. It looked that way. It looked like that. He's like, if I knew how big it was going to be, I would have taken it seriously. Uh, you know, but what happened to Mahoney? Like, he just fucking, like, fell off the earth. He was like... Were you talking to Steve Gutenberg? Yeah. Steve Gutenberg had an incredible run. Cocoon? I know, but like, I'm saying, had, like... But then, three men and a baby? But then since I mean, then... Like, he, dude, that, I think that's all he deserved. I think he got more than he deserved. And when it came to an end, that was it for the Gutenberg. I don't I, know. He was uh, changed his name to Paul Reiser because I can't keep those two apart. They all seem the same. <laughs> there are some guys. You know, the like, Jews. There are some guys like, Jesus, like, like William, William Zaka <laughs> has the most robbed career ever. He was amazing in Karate Kid. He See, exactly. Look at Zabka's career versus Gutenberg. You tell me who got overpaid. <laughs> Gutenberg. But, like, where was that in the last 20 years? And you, look, you watch Cobra Kai now, you're like, this is the greatest actor of all time is William Zabka. Yeah. <laughs> that show's so amazing, man. I love it so much. Yeah, it's pretty funny, though. Like, when they had, like, a 30-on-30 karate fight in the high school. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was ridiculous. But what Dude, if they don't bring back Terry Silver, I'll never watch it again. If season four ain't all about the rise of Terry Silver, I, I give up. Well, well, you. I heard that like they didn't bring back the one guy. I don't know what happened to the one guy they didn't bring back. The guy that was like forty that joined the Cobra Kai. They got a job yeah. at school. Oh huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was great. And he's got William Zabka's agent. Maybe that's what happened. Just and then like disappeared. Oh, yeah, like, I heard like the the the, uh, the the black girl that was the first season. Yeah, they wrote her out for some reason. They're like, oh, we didn't well, have any place for her. It's like really. Well, no, I heard that like she was on Facebook complaining that like she was underpaid. And that she, and she, um, she was selling autographs but didn't send it to anybody. And, and then, like, like <laughs> this is allegedly, like, a bunch of shit went down where she said she, her, like, boyfriend's car broke down and, like, 
she was just complaining uh, all the time about how much she didn't have any money and yada yada and they were like i'm just surprised you remember her as the black girl i don't see color so i just remembered her as that girl that was heavy set but uh didn't uh <laughs> didn't come back for season four or three but I, <laughs> I forgot i forgot her name but she was good i liked her he doesn't see color he only sees jews <laughs> exactly by the way I'm really, something something that we really have to talk about before the very important is you see demi lovato that she was complaining about Yes. I imagine. <laughs> what was it? Did she get like some TMZ clip at a yogurt store or something? Went to a yogurt store and they had sugar-free cookies. And she said that that triggered her eating disorder. Uh, mm. And that they were like, they were like shaming people with eating disorders by promoting sugar-free cookies. And so she tried to get people to stop going to the yogurt place. If I'm saying it, I, this is what I got from it. Uh, I, I, I may be saying it wrong, but I, everyone's very mad at her now. And they're taking the yogurt place side. Wait, yeah. so she's mad that there were or were not sugar-free goodies? That, that there, there were. were. Yeah, hold on. I got to read this because like, I don't even really understand it. Uh, and this is very important. I'm, I'm, I'm See, sure. and this is how you're like, how is somebody that hot and famous single? This is how. This is right. How. I'm just trying to figure this out why she would be mad about a healthier option. Like, how dare you? All right, you? so Demi Lovato blasted a beloved L.A. Froyo. Okay, so, um, oh, that's not LA, fucking LA Times. Like, they, 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 they like, tell you it, and then they, you have to, like, buy the fucking thing. All right, Demi Lovato apologized Monday for picking a fight with a yogurt shop. <laughs> Over the weekend, the Dancing with the Devil artist slammed the Big Chill for promoting sugar-free cookies and other diet foods, according to screenshots of her Instagram. She said, I'm finding it extremely hard to order Froyo from the Big Chill, she, official, when you have to walk past tons of sugar-free cookies, other diet foods, before you get to the counter. Do better, please. Uh, she goes, I will be calling out harmful messaging from brands that perpetuate a society that not only enables but praises disordered eating. Diet cultural vultures. Uh, like a cultural vulture, it's a diet culture vultures. Uh, and then she has 12 uh, on Instagram. The Big Chill actually went up 6,000 followers because of that. Um, <laughs> so, so she's upset that a place sells cookies with less calories as she goes to get yogurt which has less <laughs> calories than ice cream the whole I'm very confused the whole experience was triggering and, and awful uh yeah you can uh you can carry things for other people while also caring uh for other percentage of your customers who struggle daily just to even step foot in your store you can find a way to provide an inviting environment for all people with different needs including eating disorders one of the deadliest mental illnesses only second to opioid overdoses I don't understand. And then he goes, you don't want to mess with me. She wrote, you're in the wrong and the customer's always right. Not true. The customer's not always right. Uh, what if a customer comes in and takes a shit on your floor? I mean, that's, that's not true, you know, uh, number one. And number two, they, it's not about you. They were selling sugar-free cookies. People want sugar-free cookies. <laughs> like, get over yourself. <laughs> like, 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 this has nothing you know, to do with guys, guys, we can't sell these because one day Demi Lovato might come here at a time in her life when she, you know, she's just, you know, she's revamping herself, finding her, and we can't have sugar-free cookies because it could trigger her. It's a fucking pandemic. People trying to, like, make a living having a yogurt shop. You know, I got to say, you know, when you talk about Demi Lovato, Jake Paul, these fights, all this business, you know, we're finally coming out of this thing, and I got to tell you, we're, we're stumbling out of the gate. <laughs> we're not at it. We're not our best selves coming out of this. It's just, it's crazy. Like, is this really what, like, I mean, is this what we're teaching kids? 
like if something bothers you, you go on Instagram and try to get the person closed down because of cookies that have nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. Like it's all so like, silly, man. It's crazy. And, it's like, crazy. And she seems like a pretty level-headed, normal person. Other than this, I heard her interview. She seemed fine. Maybe she just had a bad day. But uh, you know, it's it's you know, you're you're having a bad day. Deal with it yourself. Don't take it out on fucking yoga. Well, you know, and that's why. Listen, I think the internet has been an incredible advance in human. Uh, technology, but at the same time, if there's one part of it, I think we should that failed. It's social media. <laughs> like, it, I don't see any benefit. All we do is is fuck shit up with it, and like that. Okay, say she thinks that, and she says that that thought shouldn't go any further than the doors of her car. <laughs> okay, yeah, because you are having that day. So just tell it to the car and whoever's in it. The world doesn't need to know that you're actually, because then now uh, it's obvious you're crazy. I think you know? ben, I think Ben Askren was better off without social media. He 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 went all. Everybody the, is everybody. He, I think we should all, abolish social media. I think everyone should have like five minutes a day. <laughs> they're allowed to go on social media, and people you know should be allowed to address you directly. But no, no. But this whole everybody could talk to now. This is very bad. I mean, it used to be if you wanted a celebrity to know that you thought they were a piece of shit, you had to write a letter and mail it to some company that maybe they did a movie for and hope that someday maybe out of a pile of letters, he read your letter and was affected. But that was it. Yeah. No, that shit is terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, I think it's just like, eh, you know, a piece of shit. Honestly, fucking eat a, eat a cookie, you know, eat a sugar cookie, eat a, eat a fucking regular cookie. <laughs> you know, sorry that you had an eating disorder. That sucks. Uh, but it's not, I have all the eating disorders. I mean, you know, I mean, it's not the yoga company's, company's fault, you know? Exactly. Like, I'm not going to be like, how could you do this to me? You know, not everything's about you. You know, that's the problem. Everyone wants to think everything's about them. And it's not. It's not. Well, thank you, Sean. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Bubba Jenkins. Uh, take and care. And thank you, Somewhere Don Fry. Thank you, Somewhere Don Fry. Take care. Wherever, wherever you are wrestling a cactus. We're thinking about you. Yes, exactly. Take care, brother.